0: You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, uh, we got a big uh, CarCast episode for you today. We're going to talk about electric trucks like Rivian and uh, Nikola and uh, Hummer and uh, all kinds of cool stuff. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about Zorro. If you guys purchase supplies for a small to mid-sized business, Zorro.com is your go-to resource. They have tools, safety equipment, office, shipping, cleaning, and automotive supplies, including specialty items you can't find anywhere else. And they have the brands that you know and trust, like Stanley, 3M, Prestone, Black & Decker, uh, Rubbermaid, all at competitive prices. They've got the fast and free shipping on orders of fifty bucks or more, and their US based customer service team can answer all of your questions. Visit zorocom slash carcast to sign up for their Z Mail newsletter, and you'll get fifteen percent off your first order. That's zoro Z-O-R-O.com slash carcast for fifteen percent off your first order. Zorro got Zorro.com, all you need to make your business go. Uh, And of course, our friends at Dodge. With Dodge Power Dollars, for every horsepower of your new Dodge vehicle that you purchase, you'll get $10 off. So peeling out in a 2019 Dodge Charger RT Scat Pack, well, you'll get $4,580 off. All right, Chris, let's get started. Hello, welcome to CarCast. I am Matt, the moderator. DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg, uh, calling in from his uh, from his fancy digs in uh, in Texas. How you doing, buddy? Oh, stop that. Stop that. <laughs>
1: it's not fancy at all. It's just out in the middle of nowhere, and I uh, have I, that's no that's what I like about it. near me. Other than that, it's, it's not fancy. I,
0: and that's what I like about it. That's fancy to me. I live in Venice, and it just sounds like crime all the time. It's just crime yes. all the time. <laughs> all I hear is sirens all day. Just sirens and helicopters and
1: like in downtown new york
0: i it is like i love the weather over there and it's nice to be you know a mile from the beach or so but it's just it's just day and night just helicopter it's actually at night i'm not even worried i could sleep through it now and i'm so used to it it's during the day like when you're trying to get stuff done and make some phone calls it's just crime just it's the sound of crime <laughs> happening all and the time. And you know what, man?
1: I, I I completely understand that not everybody, by any means, is in the, the business uh, uh, situation that I'm in, in that I don't have to be in one particular area necessarily. Mm-hmm. But man, your 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 peace of mind and your sanity and just the ability to not hear anything is extremely valuable in your quality of life. And I can tell you since I've been here for three months, it's made a huge difference. I mean, it it really does. You don't know how much difference it makes until you remove yourself from that situation for a period of
0: time. I don't know what would happen to me initially if it would like drive me mad or I would sleep for four days. <laughs> just straight but, through yeah, just be relaxed. I
1: mean, just the option just, <laughs> yeah. just having the option to do it is is glorious, man, and I can't tell you the you know, nothing else has changed, but my way of life out here and my outlook is just completely different. It's just a it's it's a very motivating uh move for sure. So,
0: anyway, I right. wanted to throw that out. Yeah. There. Um Good job! But it rains uh, a lot,
1: and I can't drive my cars all the time. No,
0: it's it's funny you said that. I was just, uh, I, was just um, uh, the, I was just driving the, just uh, driving the 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 Hellcat Red Eye, and uh, I realized we touched a little bit on it last week. It's like so much power, uh, so much fun. Even with a three hundred five tire in the back, good luck trying to hook up. And of course, two of the days that I have the car, it's raining. And and you know we got this new shop that Adam's building out, and it's a little bit of a drive for me. But he's like, come come by. We want to. I want to lay out some of the. You know, want to. We've been working on it, designing it for a long time, and as it builds, we're making a few changes. He's like, I want to. Lay out some of the lights and some of the fans and talk more about the floor. Can he come out on the weekend? And I said, Yeah. And I've got the Hellcat red eye. It's there. It's raining. And I was like, I'm not even going <laughs> to take it. I'm not even going to take it. It's a, f- it's a, 50-minute drive, it's in the rain, it's all through downtown, it's all through whatever. I'd be sliding all over the place every time I hit the gas. I was like, forget it. I just took took the other car. I just took the other car. Just
1: imagine when they debuted the Hellcat and I was invited to PIR and it was pouring rain. And it was a 40-minute drive from the hotel to get there. And obviously, you get the advantage of jumping in the, the Hellcat to drive it there. And that, in and of itself, was absolutely terrifying, not to mention going out on the track for the first time in this hellcat challenger yeah um it was it was unusable for me. I mean, after about an hour, yeah, then I had a little bit more fun with it, and you know you know its boundaries and know where you're going to kill yourself and where you're not, but it, it's uh it, it it takes a lot of work to keep that thing straight in the rain. You, it's it's you, crazy. You definitely, like you said the other day the the 305 on the front the way, <laughs> the, way the car tracks.
0: Oh yeah. It's crazy. It's it, it's actually not that easy to drive. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> like it takes some it really takes some concentration. I mean, don't get me wrong, the car is super fun and and it works it does all the things it needs to do, but uh uh and you know, spending a little time under the hood and just getting a better look at the engine and the supercharger and the packaging of that thing and the red eye, you know, the, the the scoops on the hood, how it brings in air uh uh you know, into the uh into the filter and into the engine. It it's it's pretty cool how they do that stuff. I can see how that engine is such a has become a, a favorite among uh engine swaps and, and other vehicles. Um but but it's a handful for sure. Uh, but you know, I, I, I had a amazing, lot of fun but with that's it. That's
1: another that's another aspect that makes it enjoyable. And how many cars are like that still? You know, so I mean, it brings mm-hmm. back, harkens back to the old days when you didn't have the computer assist, and you know, it was it's like driving that ninety two nine eleven I got. I go around the corner and I step on the throttle and I'm dead.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You know, it's it's funny because I was when I was driving the car around, I was like, this car is kind of all over the road and that's with modern day electronics and traction control and everything else. And I'm like uh, the truck that I'm building, the Lightning I'm building, I'm looking for crazy horsepower, and there's no electronics in that thing, and it's a truck, so it's lightweight in the back. I'm like, it's I'm it's gonna be useless when I'm done with it, but I don't know. It's more fun to build it, but than it'll, it is be
1: it'll be fun. It'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's not a normal project, and you've gotten a lot of publicity. Not publicity, you got a lot of attention
0: from it. You know, it's great content. You, I love talking about. it. I love building it. I love working on it. So. Uh,
1: So I guarantee you you didn't imagine that in the onset when you purchased that truck that you'd have nearly the fun that you're having now
0: No, I would be willing
1: to bet there's no way you thought that
0: No, you're you're right Uh, definitely Uh, and you know I had some ideas on it and I knew it could be kind of actually and it's been down for like two weeks because the supercharger is getting rebuilt and uh, while I was waiting for that I sent like the steering wheel to get recovered and and It's the car that I walk past every day and go, man, I really want to drive my truck again. Like I want to drive my truck again. I know there's many more steps to the modifications and stuff that uh, I'm going to do to it. But I, you know, like I said before, like I always wanted this project to be drive it a little bit uh, and then modify it and drive it, learn more about it, see how it feels and drive it uh, and, and then figure out sort of the next thing and the next thing. And, and I know there was going to be like parts that go on it and then come off of it as I figure out what I like and what I don't like, as opposed to a lot of cars like, you know, like my Cobra as well, that got built or is getting built, you know, on a lift in a garage and all of those products are pretty much decided. And, uh, you know, when it's done, I drive it. And if if I don't like it, I'm kind of stuck with the way it is for a while um, but, uh, but this one I'm kind of working through again, that's why we're, you know, I I'm sending the supercharger out to get it rebuilt to see what kind of cha- upgrades it, you know, what does it do to the engine? And then the engine's going to come out, you know, but, uh,
1: uh, but it's fun along the way. You're having a great time. So I am. And, and, and I'm having and some I great, our, our listeners understand that. And I guarantee you, you've uh, struck a nerve with a number of them and that you know, someone's probably gone out and, and purchased one of those and, and followed your suit and, and had some fun just like you have. So.
0: Yeah. And I think that would be fantastic because there's some fun ideas that we were doing on, on the truck and maybe it's just influencing other builds, maybe not other lightnings, just other builds. But the other fun part is been. uh, has been having a lot of discussions with people in the aftermarket world. Uh, Most of the people that I, that I know already and meeting some new people along the way. Um, But just sending emails back and forth Uh, very recently with Mark Bowler from Bowler transmissions. He's such a good dude. And uh, Rick Johnson from uh, uh, from gear vendors, you know, our idea was to do a, the new Ford six-speed automatic in it. And, and you know, Mark has a lot of experience with that. He was basically saying at the power level that we're doing, you can upgrade that transmission to handle some power, but it doesn't really like to handle high temp areas, high heat uh, uh, usability. I guess is the is the right term. So meaning that you know we can drive it on the street and could probably make it to handle the power that we want. But if we do want to like hit the track or autocross or the drag strip a few times, that transmission doesn't really like high temperatures for long periods of time. So uh, how does
1: it like traffic?
0: Yeah, I don't know how it likes traffic. Maybe <laughs> it's just sitting there. Um, uh, it's it's fine, but. uh uh you know i like the idea of the transmission i like the idea it's kind of modern and and uh, uh and it works well in the vehicles that it's in now um you know we looked at the ford 10 speed as well there's just not a lot of uh uh aftermarket support for it yet i don't believe there's an adapter kit yet that takes the 10 speed and adapts it to a small block ford engine the mod motors sure uh but uh but not the small black ford so um that wasn't really an option you know so we're just going with something that's been proven that mark boulder has sort of uh, mastered is is he builds up a, a you know a custom built 4L80e he's got the adapter plates and stuff to make it work on the ford engine he's got uh, so much time into it. He knows how to program it. He knows how to build it. He knows how to, to size up the torque converter properly for it. Um, and then uh, he's also good friends with Rick at Gear Vendors. I spoke to Gear Vendors, and I said, hey, you know, for doing the four-speed, can I use the Gear Vendors unit? Can I turn it into an eight-speed? The Gear Vendors unit splits all the gears. It attaches – to the back of the transmission, like the tail housing on the transmission gets removed. The gear vendor's unit goes on there, and it it adds another gear set that splits all of the gear. So essentially, it does two things for me: is one, when accelerating, I don't drop RPM as much when switching from gear to gear. Uh, it keeps me up in that power band, and two, it does add an additional overdrive gear to it. So uh, when I'm when I'm driving it, you know. 70 80 miles an hour uh it i can activate the gear vendors and and maybe get you know a little less wear and tear on the whole thing and uh and a little bit better a fuel mileage but what we'll do is is we'll talk to Mark Bowler at some point we'll we'll talk to Rick Johnson at Gear Vendors he can better explain how the gear vendors unit works um but uh but very cool stuff and uh that seems to be the the direction um not an inexpensive direction, that's for sure. But uh, 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 you know, like I'm going for this magic thousand horsepower number. You know, not at the tires, definitely. But it'd be interesting to see if we can get it at the engine, and and uh, and all that comes with some expensive upgrades. So uh,
1: better put a wing on that some bitch.
0: <laughs> something, right? Like I don't know. Just yeah. Got- uh, I'm just going to fill the back up with cement blocks or something. Just a. I don't uh, think
1: that Ford came out with an arrow package in the beginning, so
0: it didn't. That's as that's as about as big a brick as you can get out there, and uh, uh, and and I'm starting to think about some other you know revisions to the suspension and stuff to make it to make it work. I can tell you right now the the best thing so far was the big brake kit that we developed for this thing because it stops so much better now. And I can't imagine how useful it's going to be once we add that crazy power to it. So, um, uh, we'll follow up on that and do some more, uh, give you guys some more updates on that. You know, last, uh, week, well, this past week or so I've been driving the, uh, the red eye, but before that I had the Jeep gladiator. We had some discussions about this and, um, uh Dan Edmonds was in the studio and he was talking about the uh the Gladiator as well. And I just said that as much as I like the vehicle, it's not the right fit for me. It's it is very much a a utilitarian vehicle in my opinion, and it has a certain uh uh usefulness, especially off-road. That's really what it's made for. And we understand that. There's nothing better than than the Jeeps when it comes to that stuff. And uh, and Dan uh, does a lot of off-road testing and has a lot of knowledge on suspension travel and drivability and rock climbing and all of that stuff. Um, uh, and, I, and I'm guessing that people are seeing the Jeep Gladiator as a functional tool as much as I am because, unfortunately, uh, the sales are not – Great. And, and compared to some of its competitors, um, they've been very, very slow moving, certainly a vehicle that I thought was going to be a, a much hotter item than it is. But um, I don't know. They sold like 40,000 of them, and uh, it's it's just a fraction of what, uh, what some of the other uh, uh, companies, truck companies and stuff are selling. Man.
1: I'd like to see a territorial breakdown of that because you know Bernie Dodge, which is my dealer mm-hmm. right down the road here in Texas, can't keep those things on the lot. Um, they really can't, and there, there's a huge contingent of Jeep keepers out here. You know, rock, rock crawlers and off road guys, and yeah, I you know, but it surprises me on the coasts, whether it be Florida or whether it be California, that not more people are buying them because it seems to be like the perfect beach vehicle, you know, because you got your Jeep, you can take your doors off and you could be at one with the one with nature, but you got the, the, the truck bed so you can haul more. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure why it's it's not resonating with people as much as as much as we thought, and uh, all of the modified versions and the the Mopar accessories and other everything we saw at SEMA, some of those things are pretty badass. There's so many so much you can do to them. Um, I I just don't know why it's not clicking as much. But again, you're right. Maybe it's just certain areas are are not doing it or or whatnot. But. Um, that also brings up the point that you know this is a hot button for me. These dealer markups, man, uh, dealer markups. I've always said for the long time, and uh, I'm not going to get too fired up about it. Uh, you're you're just throwing money out the door. It's just, I, I mean, just go into a store and 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 buy eggs, and you might as well just. Could you imagine going there? Going, yeah, eggs are 5.99, but uh, there's a $5 deal- dealer markup. Like for what? Like just because we said so. Like I don't know, it's just a crazy thing. And I
1: It's actually because we can. I that, that, that's an you know, explanation.
0: And it, 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 it's it's a weird thing because there's I don't know. I just feel like the manufacturers could could crack down on this a little bit more and go, "Listen.
1: Well, remember I, I, when the, remember when Dodge did, you know, with the was it the Demon? Mm-hmm. they did when you know the dealer would have would get a higher number if they charged you know over sticker
0: yeah yeah the they were doing something with that and and i know things like ferrari has a list and 4gt has a list and there's an application process obviously you can't do that for every vehicle but uh, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. But I, I tell you what, now I – and I feel bad for the people that pay for them, uh, pay for the markup because they feel like they want this vehicle enough. Uh, I, why do you feel bad for it? I, I mean, one, you shouldn't be paying. You should be smarter than that. And two, the dealer shouldn't be – this is why so many people don't like dealers. Like They always sort of dread the idea of going, Ah, oh, i got to go buy a car and it's going to be a hassle and they're going to want to negotiate. and They always feel like they're going to get screwed and, and – and I, it's just it, it doesn't have to be a shady business transaction, and
1: and in a time when they are losing customers right and left, mm-hmm. you would think that they would go above and beyond to set a positive example for dealer to dealer, as opposed yeah. to you know cutting their nose off despite themselves.
0: Yeah, listen, I, the Jeep Gladiators came out, and dealers were getting. As much as 10,000 over sticker on these things. And there's no reason why. Like Jeep didn't say, hey, we're only making a few. You can't get them. There's, you know, they're like, we can make as many as you want. Come in, order, get whatever you want. Like that's the business we're in. We're selling vehicles. That's the business again. Anybody paying over sticker for that thing was insane. Well, but if this
1: is the day and age where you want to be that first guy or second guy on your block to have it and you're willing to pay it, because it give it means you got likes, it means you got attention, it, it means that hey, look at me, I'm the man is it you know and it's the people are paying exorbitant amounts on top of the retail price out of out of sheer ignorance I, either that either that or you know I mean somebody that has the money and doesn't care about paying the over and really wants that car and wants to be the first time you know I, I, you know there there are those guys out there, you know them, I know them. But these people that are willing to go in just to be the guy to have, you know, I just—they deserve what they get.
0: It's a kind of a silly thing because ten thousand over sticker on gladiators, and now that sales are slumping, there's as much as nine thousand dollar cash incentives on it. So now we're nine thousand under sticker for a vehicle that people are paying ten thousand over-sticker for. That's crazy. That's that's insane. I I mean, think of that, guys. Think of that $10,000 that you gave to the dealer for nothing. They're laughing all the way to the bank. What you could have done with that money. uh, You know, by the way, you... If you wanted to, you could have just pumped ten thousand in aftermarket parts and fun stuff into your vehicle. You could have given it away. You could have, you know, an- anything like there's. This is not an insignificant amount of money. Well, that's ten thousand dollars of an
1: entire vehicle. Isn't it? Yeah, Aren't those things in the forties, fifties.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one I drove, the Rubicon, and all that stuff was was had all the options. Like fifty eight thousand. But yeah, that's a huge amount of money. You know that's a huge amount of money ten thousand dollars over sticker for nothing. You're right, just for 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 the I don't know for your ego. Like I don't know, guys, don't do it.
1: That's the world we live in, dude. Look at the Snickers commercial. There couldn't be one more appropriate to to modern times than the ad the uh, campaign that Snickers is doing right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's it hits it right on the head. And it shows how 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 ridiculous people are in this day and age. It truly does. So I could go on and on about that, but you know, and here let's let's can we can I hit uh, a uh, we ought to do this every week, like a pet peeve or a or uh, you know something like (laughs) that. I'm kind of I'm kind of back on that. We did that years ago, yeah, but I think we should bring it back. Um, you know. As I said, we're in a day and age of social media and everybody wants to be that guy. Hey, look at me. But I am absolutely sick and tired of people posting irresponsible videos of them hauling ass through traffic, trying to show how cool their cars are.
0: Oh, and and the motorcycles
1: does that. And who follows me, I'm, I'm blocking them. And I just, you know, it's, it's the most irresponsible thing you could do, you know, and, and. You know, we're old enough to have a license and everybody looks up to the elders, whether it be an older brother or whether it be a father, whether it be a mother, whatever it may be, man. And we need to set a better damn example because it's 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 absolutely ludicrous. It doesn't make any sense to me. None yeah.
0: whatsoever. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I've uh, one of the things on that on that. On that topic that has come up a lot is a lot of people have, have hit me up and said, hey, you should have this guy on the show. He won the gumball thing or whatever the race is across the country. And I was like, is this just a drive? Is this just like people doing like a road trip or is this a race? And they're like, yeah, it's it's a race. It's like a cannonball run. And I was like, I, you know, it, it's fun what? to watch it in the movies and stuff like that, but it, it's it's not necessarily something I get behind, and it's not something that I've participated in. and And the offers have come in, and they've said, "Oh, you know, you want to drive one of these cars? You're going to race from here to there, and it's going to take a few days. And there's checkpoints, and there's a party at night." And I was like, "You know, socially, it sounds like it's a lot of fun, but I'm just not down with the, you know, you know, racing across the country at 100 miles an hour and and." laughing at the speeding tickets and 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 let's be honest we've all done
1: we've all done yeah look, I I drive like a jerk all the time but but... it's time to it's time to grow up everybody's made mistakes but now we have a we have a a highly rated podcast and we need to set an example I've got about two million followers on Instagram Mm -hmm. you know I need I need to set an example we need to be responsible and hey it's there's nothing cooler than seeing a car you know smoking tires and and, you know, showing the public what it can do, whether it be speed braking or, or turning a bit, whatever it is. But guys and girls, be freaking responsible, man. I mean, wh- how about if you're videoing and, and you run into that car in front of you and it's uh, a mother and three kids and they end up flipping? You know, I mean, it's it's, it's socially irresponsible. Yeah, it, it is. What it is. A, and Like I said, I've done it before. And, but those days are over with,
0: yeah,
1: right? You, know, you got, you got to, well, you just have to be responsible,
0: man. You and, have to be responsible. You know,
1: I posted a video the other day of me slamming the tires of my, in my, uh, my, uh, carbon car, my speed core car, mm-hmm. but that was on my driveway.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: um, that was my driveway and, and I get it. People may not be as fortunate as me to have a driveway like that and they may have to go but find some, rent a track. You know, do something. Don't do it through traffic. It's 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 imbecilic. It truly is.
0: Call the boys over at Hoonigan. Maybe they'll let you tear up their parking lot. <laughs> their little, no, little track ride. You line. got your you own know, parking I'm, lot. Yeah, you except know. you got like a donkey oh, you're running about around the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody else, uh, call the Hoonigan guys. See if they'll let you tear up their place a little bit. They always have some fun. Call stuff Hoonigans.
1: Go to Bondurant. Yeah, you know, go, to go to
0: Bondurant. Go to Bondurant. Uh, Bonduride is where you can do burnouts without a donkey walking across in front of you. <laughs> <Whatever>
1: you... <laughs> or a 2,500-pound or Longhorn Steer. Yeah,
0: yeah right. Uh, all right, I want to talk a little bit about some, uh, some electric car news. That seems to be the positive news in the automotive industry right now. But uh, before we do that, let me tell you guys about GEICO. Uh, let's say you have a home. Maybe you, home. maybe you rent it. Maybe you own it. Either way, there's usually a lot of work to do over there. Um, but you know, it doesn't have to be work all the time. You know, it's easy. It's bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. That's a good thing because you already know you have a lot to do around your home already. So just go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. There's, uh, a lot of news in the uh in the electric car market world uh which is interesting and it's it's opening the doors for some of these startup companies and i i do question some of the motivation behind them because i don't know it it they need so much money so much funding billions in funding to to make this happen a lot of it is just because there's so many uh government rules with testing and crash testing and all that stuff and you know a lot of that is is fine it's good we need some of that we want safe cars yeah, but yeah. uh but there's also a lot of bureaucracy that goes in there as well um you know as you know like anybody that uh tries to build anything try pulling permits and see uh how much that is going to cost and how long that's going to take for something completely silly um but uh uh nicola this is a uh an EV startup company out of Phoenix, Arizona, and uh they've been working on this uh pickup truck, kind of a cool-looking pickup truck. Uh you know, kind of a flared-fendered kind of off-roady, almost raptor-esque type uh pickup truck. And uh uh they're basically going to have uh two versions of this. One is an all-electric powertrain. It's about a 300-mile range using uh Electric powertrain, uh, somewhere around 450, I think 455 horsepower um, on average, and and a peak of over 900 horsepower, 980 pound feet of torque. Um, But uh, 300 mile range, and then the second option is a combination of hydrogen fuel cells that uh, that combine with the battery packs to create a 600 mile range it's a cool looking vehicle um, I'm not sure how far along they are with it I think they kind of want to get in to more of a a, a work fleet truck uh, realm of things um, uh, and go after that audience it it's it's a pretty good idea by the way their truck is what the the Tesla Cybertruck probably should look like when it comes to marketability. Um, You know, and, and I, it's funny because now we read, oh, it's almost a thousand horsepower. It's zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds. And it seems like everybody says that now, like everything is three seconds under three seconds. Any electric vehicles under three seconds. Um, But uh, I don't know, this might be an interesting company to take a look at. They've been testing this truck a lot and, uh, uh, and it should be kind of interesting. Um I think it's longer and wider than an F150 but significantly shorter. So it's it's, uh, it's 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 should be should be pretty interesting, but they've been putting a lot of focus on towing and climbing and uh you know what what kind of hill grade you can go up and 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 things like that. So it'll be kind of interesting. Their competitors of course would be uh you know Electric F150, Tesla, Bollinger, um and uh, and a number of others. Rivian
1: Rivian, what's what's the latest on them? Cuz remember they were the hot topic there with Ford's backing and Yeah, they really got close, don't y-
0: they? Yeah, so Rivian is is uh is cranking away and they seem to be in a pretty good position and like you said they've done a few rounds of funding now um this past uh, year or so were the most significant um uh i want to say 400 million from for, from ford or a round of 400 million led by ford and and a big investment from amazon as well as others um as well so uh, i don 't know they're sitting on uh one point something one point three billion or something on one point two billion in in recent funding um which sounds like a lot and is but is necessary for these type of companies um and two things have happened that we've seen is is Amazon approached Rivian and said. I like your platform. I like your technology, and I know you're working with Ford on some vehicles, and you're developing your own pickup truck and SUV. But we want delivery vehicles, and when you're ready, we want a hundred thousand delivery vehicles. So they're basically putting in an order to Rivian to make a hundred thousand like delivery trucks, like I don't know, like a Transit Connect or like a you know UPS, maybe not that big, but the uh, you know something along the lines of of that. Um, so that's a huge, not just a huge investment for Rivian, but a huge order for vehicles as well. And that's the best way to raise money is through sales. Uh, you know, certainly when you're trying to reach profitability. Um, and then Ford, as we know, we've had these conversations with them. Is Ford's going to have an electric F one hundred and fifty, and Ford is going to be bringing an EV platform to their Lincoln vehicles. And we don't know if it's cars or trucks and or whatever, but. Uh, Ford had said that their F-150 is going to still be based off of their own technology. Maybe something that they've been developing with the, with the Mustang Mach-E, could, could translate into an F-150. Um, but Rivian is using their technology to power the new EV Lincolns. And we're, we don't know exactly what they're going to be yet, um, you know and Lincoln Aviator or a Corsair or something new we don't know but uh, but an EV version of that and i like that those two partnerships seem super solid for Rivian as a startup company they're well funded now they've got huge orders and they've got development pr- uh, partners that are are significant in the space so i'm this is definitely a company i'm going to be keeping an eye on as we all should be because they could be doing something new however they want to they do have their pickup truck and they have their SUV that uh they want to release as well and i'm i'm okay with that but i'm also okay with them being just a technology company that develops these electric drivetrains because once you start getting into selling your own vehicles now it comes down to there's a dealer network and there's you know customer service and there's repairs and warranties and and it's a whole new world, which seems like, look at the struggles of of a Tesla who's trying to do something on a large scale compared to, you know, some of these small supercar manufacturers that go through one or two dealers in the entire country, you know, and cars have to be sent back to the factory for repair. You know, I don't think Ravion's going to be able to get away with that, you know, they're not going to. You know, hey, look. Unless Rivian comes up with some sort of like, hey, if you want the truck, there's no test driving, there's no whatever. You go to their website, you order it like you would an Amazon package, and uh, you get your truck in the mail. <laughs> and then with it, no warrant, with no warrant, right? And then if it breaks, you send it back. I don't, I don't know, but uh, that seems like the difficult portion is is the dealer network. Um, but uh, but I do like their technology and what they seem to be doing, and I like the partnerships that they have. So, uh, I, definitely something worth looking at, um, you know. But now we've got, uh, you know, like we said, we got nicola stepping into that into that area. We've got GM. GM uh, uh, teased their their new uh, the new Hummer based off of uh, probably a GMC pickup truck, um, from what I understand. Um, we'll get an official. Glimpse at this thing and unveiling on May twentieth of this year, uh, we'll find out what that thing is actually going to look like and what it will be. Um, but uh, the news that we have on it, of course, they touted themselves as saying, "Hey, hum- Hummer's coming out, thousand horsepower, zero to sixty in three seconds," which seems to be what everybody's saying. Uh, deliveries will start in twenty twenty one, but now they're saying we understand not everybody needs a thousand horsepower and go zero to sixty in three seconds. So they will have three engine options uh, or power options, if you will, um, with with the 1,000 being at the top of the range and then two more affordable uh, options or more affordable options underneath that. So it will be interesting to see uh, what they come up with as well. But now with GM doing something like this, uh, now we have – a company that knows how to make trucks and has a dealer network and understands maintenance and repair and, uh, and you know has the facilities in place to do that, so an electric hummer pickup truck an electric f one fifty pickup truck could be game changers in in that world. These are you know trucks that are coming from established companies and of course. You know, we have seen Chevy Bolt and and you know, and I think Kia has an electric vehicle and uh and and then of course Toyota's success with, with the hybrids and, and the Prius, but um uh I think in the in the truck world because they sell so many of these, the Ford and the and the Hummer are gonna be two things to look at as well. I don't know. I mean uh as much as we love horsepower and noise, um uh I wouldn't I wouldn't completely throw out the idea of having uh an electric truck you know like it's not really a project that you and I would take on but uh I'm not I'm not opposed to the idea um it could be it could be interesting you know certainly you can't deny well,
1: Especially about especially with the original numbers that the Rivian was touting with their truck
0: yeah look uh, if these things can be as fun and as fast as they are and have all the usability you know with no transmission and stuff you can you you've seen these things you've seen the pictures there's doors on the sides and you can push right through them you can store all kinds of things and haul c- all kinds of things and if you can go a little bit off road, if you can haul things around, and you know I don't do a lot of off roading, but we move a lot of stuff back and forth from one building to the other, from one shop to the other, and I'm moving parts around, and I'm you know picking up parts for for the you know for my car projects and 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 press vehicles. I'm like, hey, what does it take to load up the back of a Ford Explorer or, or whatever? So you know uh, a a daily driven electric truck. Is more appealing to me than an electric car for some reason because I like the idea of of the added functionality of the truck um, and the fact that it could be fast as hell. I like that more than the car side of it uh, because in the car side it feels so sporty to me and and with that I do like I like the sound and I like the you know the feel and the vibration of. Of whatever your muscle cars, your McLarens, or whatever. So, um, I think I'm a little bit more into the idea of electric truck than I am electric car. What do you What do you think?
1: I feel the exact same way. Well, For the same reason, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I don't know if it's something that I'd put in the stable, but I'm very curious about it, and I'm much more curious about it than I am the electric vehicle.
0: Look, actually, the truth is, is, is. Your wife, Wanda, uses the truck probably more than you and I, and I would be more curious for someone like that to spend a week or two with one of the, the electric trucks and have her say, I like it or I don't. Have her say, oh, yeah, there's all these extra doors and there's storage and I used it for this or have her go, "It, it, it I'm not feeling it, you know? Uh someone who you well, really have to be it. a
1: hell of a truck because I can't pry her out of that F F two fifty for anything. <laughs> you know, she drives my uh my RAM, you know, like a rent a car. Yeah. Um and she uses her truck for, you know, for, for all her chores and uh whether it's pulling horses or or uh loading the horse crap in the back of that damn thing. It's, <laughs> right it's Literally. used every day. But um yeah, she would be a, a great a great one to See the functionality of that vehicle. I,
0: I'm I'm down with this. Like I think the test is like a rancher, like someone like wanted to go. I'm I'm actually going to use this truck for truck stuff. And uh, oh, absolutely, and no um, question
1: because that's you know even though out in California, uh, there's limited amount of people who use the trucks for actually what they're used for mm-hmm. or what they're built for. But uh, yeah, I, I I truly believe that. I think it could be a game changer. I really do. You know, I I originally was intrigued because of the zero to 60 60 speed of the damn thing and the the range of it. But I think there are going to be a hell of a lot of uses for it. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it hit.
0: I'll tell you, like the, the Lightning that I have is the first truck that I've actually owned. And of all the modifications I've done onto it, I will tell you that, the most used or arguably the two most used changes I've done to that is one is the bed liner, the Linex x bed liner, and two, the electric tonneau cover, the Pace Edwards electric tonneau cover. I have used that thing more than anything because I'm constantly putting stuff in and out of the back of the truck. Even parts for the truck – are stored in the back of the truck and locked up, you know, tailgate lock and, and the electric tonneau. I swear I've used that thing more. I've probably used it 50 times without ever starting the truck or getting in the truck. So I've, I've arguably used it more than I've used the stereo (laughs) in that truck. Cause as I'm building it, it sits there and I keep uh, doing stuff on it and I keep grabbing parts in and out of the back. But um Uh, Anyway, let me tell you guys about Dodge. We love our friends at Dodge. Visit your local Dodge dealer today where they bring you performance, technology, and great deals. There's never been a better time because right now Dodge is offering power dollars. With power dollars, you'll get $10 off for each horsepower of your new car. That's every 2019 Dodge Charger, every 2019 Dodge Challenger. That means you can pull away in a 2019 dodge charger rt scat pack and with 485 horsepower you'll receive an almost five thousand dollar cash allowance so get more power and get more off it's that simple so hurry hurry into your local dodge dealer today and take advantage of dodge power dollars uh the one last thing I want to uh touch on before we uh we we'll wrap up well there was two things is one I want to remind you guys about our our car cast event coming up at the Peterson Museum I'll tell you about that in a second um but um uh SSC this is the supercar company the American supercar company that uh, uh it's been around for a while they had a car back in the day uh SSC Arrow, I think or Arrow something or other um not the best-looking car in the world, in my opinion, but uh, it seemed to perform pretty well. didn't really hear much from the company for a while, and they've been uh, developing the— Tuatera. The, uh, yeah, Tuatera. The Tuatera is this new supercar. And what's interesting is out here locally in California, we've got our friend uh, 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 Tom Nelson at Nelson Racing Engines. Uh, it's been building crazy engines for a long time. Years ago on Carcast, we had the uh uh a David Freiburger's F bomb Camaro in here with the twin turbos on it and uh uh, uh Nelson racing engines. Uh, Nelson built uh, built the power plant and that thing and has been doing some pretty crazy engines over the years and and has invested more and more into his business um with that crazy, you know, fully machined billet alien intake and uh, he may even be doing his own engine blocks at this point and uh which is pretty pretty cool stuff well they went to him for the for the engine on this thing and uh
1: and if you look at it online it is nothing but art it is absolutely beautiful
0: it is it is and it's pretty crazy and the aerodynamics uh as some of the some of the most efficient and sleekest aerodynamics out there. I think the the drag coefficients, he was like 0.29 or two eight, or maybe as low as two six. Like it's just f- phenomenal. And, um, uh, the first one went to. Uh, it, it's go to owner. Manhattan.
1: Just go to the bank. Go to Manhattan Motorcars. Pull out one point eight, and you can pick it up.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might as well pull out two million. You got some taxes to cover as well. But uh, oh yeah. But uh, here you go. One thousand three hundred and fifty horsepower on ninety-one octane. But uh, if you if you run it on E eighty-five, it jumps to one thousand seven hundred and fifty. This will do zero to sixty in two and a half seconds, and uh, they claim it has a top speed of over three hundred miles an hour. It hasn't been tested yet. There, be, things get scary at at that at that speed, right? Uh, you know. Where are you going to do it? Can you stop? What's the arrow? Does it lift off the ground? Like you know, there's probably a lot of issues with going 300 there, miles an hour. There's
1: a whole list of shit you've got to yeah. deal with. Yeah. After going uh, anything over 150, okay. you got to start dealing with a whole new batch of issues. It,
0: yeah. So I, I, I mean, I like the idea that on paper it can do that. We'd love to see it uh, get tested in in a in a true track environment, some sort of racing environment. I'd love to see what it does, but it's a cool looking car it's got these sort of fins in the back in lieu of like a full wing it's almost got like devil horns on the back (laughs) of rear you remember
1: what the original one that they touted looked like i mean it it was if i remember correctly we had it on bull run and one of the seasons on bull run and we had it on the track Mm -hmm. and uh we we also had a i can't remember what the other car was an mc13 I can't remember what it was, but we we ended up breaking both of them. But back in the day they touted the you know the the performance of the vehicle, I I believe, and it was much more accentuated than the look of the vehicle. Man, I'll tell you what, they have made leaps leaps and bounds in the number of years cuz this to a terror, whatever you want to call it, is an absolutely gorgeous work of art.
0: Yeah, and it's a beast of a machine. So, uh my my only thought on it is is I, I saw some of the videos of it at the uh, at the auto show in, in Philadelphia because the, the first owner, I guess, is from Philadelphia and he wanted to, to debut it there and promote like a charity or something that he's doing. So he brought out a bunch of his cars in the collection and uh, it looks cool, but he ordered it black. It's like a metallic black with some red uh, uh, accents on it. Um and it looked cool when you really kind of zoomed in cuz the black is beautiful and they did a great job but I would really have liked to have seen it in uh in a, in a little bit brighter color just so you can see the lines of the vehicle more like from a distance and on and on video it's it's tough to see all the the curves and the swooping features of it but um it is it is a pretty cool it is a pretty cool car and it's American supercar um,
1: and it's but, seven, what is it uh, like 3,000 pounds or something 2500 pounds
0: uh, yeah it's 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 I don't even know if it's 2500 it might even be less than that um, I, <laughs> I mean just it's it's pretty amazing and the engine is is incredible and everything has to just be aluminum and carbon fiber at this point Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but anyway, it's cool. So you guys look it up. The Tuatera, it's SSC is the company, um SSC Supercars or SSC American, I forgot what it was, but um um and,
1: and my my uh Instagram uh takes five minutes and go on Instagram and look at Glickenhaus. House. Oh yeah. That's my suggestion for the week.
0: Yeah. Um anyway, check that out as well. But uh uh, some cool stuff. So before we wrap up, I just want to remind you guys, tickets are now available. We're doing uh, CarCast Live. It's at the Peterson Museum. It's going to be March 21st. Um, there are various stages of tickets there. I think uh, they start at about 16 bucks. I was kind of hoping it would be like free, but 16 is is pretty cheap, and that includes tickets to the museum. So if you just want to go and be a spectator at the car show, uh, and walk around the museum. Uh, we did it last year, and it was a little confusion as to, can you go in the museum, can you not go in the museum? It's a car show only. So the 16 bucks gets you in the door for the whole car show in the museum. And then from there, you can show a car. It's got a couple of bucks, and there's a couple of different packages where you can stay for a screening and a live podcast. Um uh, but it's uh, it's gonna be I think in the afternoon I, I think it starts around two o'clock and maybe goes to late at night I'm not exactly sure but uh, go to peterson.org slash carcast tickets are available it's March 21st there's a there's a car show so hopefully bring your cars out Um there will be uh, a live podcast there will be a screening of, of Shelby American you may have even already seen the movie on Netflix but it's so much fun to see it uh, in uh, uh, in a live environment with other people that that appreciate that and I' uh, I'm I'm, I'm Sharing talking popcorn with Adam Carolla. Yeah, you know, and look, and and we're 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 trying to pull some extra footage and some like DVD extras, and uh, uh, hopefully we can screen some of that stuff as well. So you might be able to see some stuff that you haven't seen before. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun event. We will be judging car shows. Uh, um, we got to figure out the plan, Bill. If you can make it out, because we want you to be a part of this. Um, we got to just take a look at your WWE schedule and your filming schedule. I know you're kind of busy, but. Uh, but uh but we were going to have trophies for the car shows and by the way I want anything like this this isn't don't just you know roll out in your and your in your Ferrari or whatever you have that cuz you think it's super fancy I love those bring them out there but bring us the coolest stuff Um, anything that you stuff your project cars tell me about your project cars show me that you're working on doesn't even have to be done uh bring it out there show it off we'd love to see it and
1: if you bring a ford lightning you get in free
0: (laughs) that might not be the worst idea ever if you bring a lightning get in free but we will give out uh, uh my pick of the show adam's pick of the show uh, best of Show and People's Choice. I think those are the awards we're going to do. If uh, Bill, if you're going to be there, we'll do your pick of the show as well. And we picked some pretty crazy stuff last year um, when we did this. So it's a fun event. Um, uh, get your uh, get your tickets. Get your car registered. Uh, Peterson dot org slash CarCast and uh, uh, come out for that. By the way, if you haven't been to the museum, the museum's badass. This is they they did a hell of a job doing it and the uh uh the G- James Hetfield uh exhibit from uh James Hedfield from Metallica his exhibit is there i believe it's running uh through most of this year so that exhibit will be part of of your ticket price if you get uh tickets that you know that include the museum tour you can do that um and uh uh, it'll be fun. So hopefully you guys, uh, come out and, and do that. So, um, but guys, thank you so much. Uh, Car Cash Show is the website. Car Cash Show is the social media. You can find us, uh, on iTunes, which you're probably doing already, but also we're on Spotify. So if you like that better, you can switch over to there. We appreciate the kind words and the nice reviews. You can follow me at Motorator. You can follow Goldberg. He's Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter and he's Goldberg95, Goldbergs garage on instagram and uh you can watch them uh all the time now in wwe
1: right yeah not all the time not Mm -hmm. all the time (laughs) uh just fridays uh sparingly but uh get ready for next friday i might be there you never know but hey uh take a look at goldberg's garage yeah. On Instagram coming up soon. I just had the Metron gra- uh, garage guys out the last 2 days. Yeah. And we're we're, we're about to break ground, dude. <laughs> yeah, to so some plans and hopefully people won't uh, throw me under the train saying, you know, what a jerk I am for building a garage like this, but hey man, I work my ass off and I deserve it. So rock and roll.
0: You're putting a big ass gym in there, I think, right?
1: Twenty eight hundred square feet. Yes,
0: yeah. Sir. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. Look, now it's your career, right? Like this is the next—I uh, don't know how long of your life. Like this is this is an important part of not just uh, being healthy. You, you get paid to be in that gym, buddy. You gotta get you gotta get yeah, back in it. Yeah,
1: and I haven't had it for the last three months, and oh, lo and behold. My 53-year-old ass is putting the tights on again in three weeks. Well, excuse me, less than three weeks.
0: Less than so, yeah, three weeks.
1: So, Met- yeah, Metron, get your asses going. Let's get this garage <laughs> last weight room up quick so I can uh, be, you know, a little bit of Goldberg again.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll chat next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel.
1: Don't haul ass on public streets. <laughs>